It's tax season. Let's take the stress out of filing taxes. I'm Dana Miranda, a personal finance educator and founder of Healthy Rich, a platform for inclusive, budget-free financial education. You're listening to our Make Money Better podcast, where we examine ways to earn, manage, save, and spend money with ease and joy. Taxes play an outsized role in the mental well-being of Americans. We cannot stop complaining about them. We're made to feel like taxation is a cardinal sin, then bombarded with dread at the apparent burden of filing an annual tax return. In reality, taxation is how we pay for a society, and 75% of filers get a refund, so filing should feel less like a burden and more like a delightful request for a surprise check for most of us. Taxation in the U.S. is fraught with problems that need to be fixed, and I'm glad people are working to fix them. But in the meantime, this process doesn't have to be such a source of stress in anyone's life. Today, I'll share a brief lesson to unmask the tax boogeyman and reframe tax filing to hopefully remove some of that negativity. Head to healthyrich.co for a full guide to filing taxes, including easy steps to file this year and tips from tax pros to set you up for low-stress taxes in the future. The first step to taking on taxes with ease is to remove the fear. We literally compare taxes to death in our society, and that's a terrible comparison. We hold taxes up as inevitable, then we see a process that seems designed to trip us up, and we hear warnings we'll be taken to jail for making a mistake. No wonder we're all stressed out this time of year. But we don't have to be. While tax fraud can be penalized as a felony, honest errors on your tax return aren't likely to bring legal action, and neither is overdue tax debt. As convoluted as our tax system is, the government has processes in place to address everything that you might be afraid of. For example, you can request an extension to file later than the deadline. You can file a correction if you made an error or you forgot something. If you owe money, you can set up a payment plan or delay the due date. You can even submit corrections after being audited to set the record straight. Remove the mantle of fear that you've cloaked taxes in. They're just one more bureaucratic process to contend with each year. Just paperwork. Even if you find yourself owing money after filing a return, that's just debt, and you get to decide how you'll deal with it. Like any other debt, know your options and the consequences of each and choose what makes sense for you. I'll also remind you that our tax processes are intentionally designed to be complex because tax preparation companies like H&R Block and the owners of TurboTax lobby to keep the IRS from simplifying them. If you feel intimidated, that's by design and you're not alone. The IRS and state tax agencies already have most of the information they need from us to handle our taxes each year. Employers submit earnings reports for employees, and self-employed workers do it for themselves. Companies even submit reports for contractor payments. That's what W-2s and 1099s are. Most of those forms you receive are copies of forms already submitted to state and federal governments. And of course, those governments know what you've already paid in through payroll or estimated taxes. In countries with similar tax systems to the U.S., tax agencies use that information to create returns and send them to taxpayers each year. It lets the taxpayer know what they owe or what they'll get as a refund. They can make a change or dispute the information if something is missing or incorrect, but otherwise they can just enjoy the rest of their April or whenever taxes are filed in those countries. U.S. tax agencies could do the same. They just don't. Tax preparation companies have struck an agreement with Congress that the IRS can't create a free online filing option or other easy alternative as long as those companies agree to offer a free option for people who earn below a certain income. But tax companies don't advertise their free options and less than 2% of eligible filers actually use them. So we're enduring an unnecessarily complex system that has us literally fearing a felony conviction and many of us are paying fees to do it that we're legally entitled to avoid. 
Knowing this doesn't make this year's filing process any easier, I know that, but maybe you could channel your frustration into trying to influence change. We might not have the resources of corporate lobbyists, but we can always ask our lawmakers to change the processes in favor of the people. If you find tax time frustrating because you just don't like the prospect of paying taxes in general, remember, this is how we pay to live in community with each other. In an article called Paying for Civilization, Anne Helen Peterson makes a wonderful argument for reframing the American attitude toward taxes, which basically sees them as a necessary evil that smart people avoid as much as possible. She says, I'm not dumb, and I take deductions like everyone else, but I've also made a conscious decision to think of paying taxes not as a burden to get out of, but as a willingly performed obligation, a way of being a citizen in my community. I agree with Anne wholeheartedly. And I understand that this is a Pollyanna view toward taxes in the U.S. Our tax dollars do pay for wonderful things like national parks, safe highways, public schools, and libraries. And also, the way our government allocates money is influenced by corporate interests, and it often harms the people more than it helps us. That's how we get things like military bloat and why we can't get things like free health care for all. But again, we can ask our lawmakers to change that. If you want your taxes to support health care, child care, parental leave, and ending childhood poverty instead of paying for tanks the military didn't ask for, vote for representatives who promise to fight for it and stay in touch with them to make sure that they do. Finally, it can help to understand a little more about how this process works. How income taxes work feels like the kind of thing we're all just supposed to know, but in fact, most people paying taxes are in the dark about the most basic details because no one teaches this stuff. I won't dive into the intricacies of the tax code or anything, but here are a few points that often confuse people. Number one, income tax is just one kind of tax we pay. It's the amount that a worker pays as a percentage of income. It's separate from the taxes we pay into Social Security and Medicare, which are also taken out of our paychecks, and it's separate from property tax and the various types of sales tax. Number two, we pay income tax to multiple governments. We pay income tax to the federal government, which is what's managed by the IRS. In all but nine states, we also pay income tax to the state government, which is managed by the state's tax agency. In 17 states, a minority of cities and counties are allowed to collect local income tax. Each of those tax collectors requires a separate payment and a separate return, but you might not notice those separate things if taxes come out of your paycheck and if you file through an online program that takes care of them all in one place. Number three, for federal and most state taxes, we pay what's called a graduated rate. The rate you pay on income increases as your income increases. Income levels and rates are separated into tax brackets with a set percentage of tax levied on each bracket. Note that you don't pay your highest tax rate on your full income. You pay rate A on income up to the max amount in bracket A. Then you pay rate B up to the max amount in bracket B. Then rate C up to the max amount in bracket C and so on. Number four, income tax from paychecks is only an estimate. Employees fill out a W-4 when they're hired to help an employer estimate how much to withhold from your pay and send to tax agencies throughout the year. Then the employer files a W-2 at tax time to let tax agencies know how much you earned, and you file a return to list any deductions and determine how much you actually owe. The difference between what you paid throughout the previous year and the amount that you owe is your tax refund or debt. Number five, Tax return filing happens after the tax year. You'll file a return by April 15th each year, pending holidays, 
And that summarizes your income and other relevant information from the last calendar year. You'll file next April for this year. Number six, you only owe taxes on taxable income. That's the money you earn minus any deductions like retirement account contributions or mortgage interest. Most taxpayers also claim the standard deduction, which just takes off a chunk of your taxable income without you having to list individual costs. Number seven, deductions reduce your taxable income while credits put more money in your pocket. You might hear tax credits referred to as a dollar for dollar reduction in the taxes you owe. A tax deduction, in contrast, cuts down the amount of your taxable income, which is the amount used to determine your tax bracket and the percentage you owe. Number eight, deductions aren't a hack to evade taxes. Basically, don't listen to anyone on social media about the tax breaks you can claim if you work from home, run your own business, or set up an LLC. Tax regulations have guardrails in place so you can only deduct money you truly spend toward work or business. Ask a tax professional who should be certified as a CPA or an enrolled agent. They can tell you what you can actually claim in your situation. And finally, number nine, major life events probably affect your taxes. Taxes can get confusing when you experience a life-altering event like buying a home, having a baby, or starting a business. So check in with a tax professional when your life changes like that to see how it might change your taxes. Remove the fear and burden of tax payments and filing, and all you're left with is a simple to-do list. You don't have to bury your head in the sand until next April. Sit in the sun and enjoy the ease that comes with preparing one little piece at a time. And write, call, and visit your representatives to tell them that you want this process simplified. Do you know someone who could use a broader perspective on work and money? Share this episode to invite them into the conversation. Head to healthyrich.co for more information from today's episode. And while you're there, sign up for the Healthy Rich newsletter to be the first to know when we drop something new. And remember our motto, work should be fun and money should be easy. Thank you for being part of our quest to make money better for everyone. 